0: Welcome everybody to the Robert John and the Rec podcast We're a five piece rock and roll band from Orange County, California That travels the world eating local foods, drinking local drinks, and melting faces I'm
1: Steve I'm Warren I'm Henry I'm Andrew And I'm Robert
0: And tonight, sitting next to me in person Our very special guest, Mr. Brad Maline.
2: Hey, hey. What's up, dog? Thanks for having me, guys It's always so good to see you oh, Welcome back Thanks, dude yeah. Do you have that thing memorized? I always figured you were reading something But now that I'm here with you you're not. <laughs> no, no. It's recited.
0: Yeah, you get the hang of it after 87.
2: Apparently. Do you just zone out and just straight through it? I do have problems with the
0: to the Robert John and the Rick podcast. I, I, sometimes I, I mess that up. So I'm like, welcome everybody to the podcast. And you got to, you know, I got to do my lip flutters and stuff hey, before we start. Yeah, diction. Diction. Yeah. The, the arsonist yeah. has oddly shaped feet.
2: Washington <laughs> washed. What is that one?
0: Washington Football Club.
2: Oh, that that wasn't what I was thinking, But it was uh, the Washington White Defender. Kids something
0: like that. unique New yeah unique yeah. New
2: York yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there that's
0: go. a good one. That was a good one.
3: If uh if you if you're new to if you're new to this <laughs> <laughs> if you're new <laughs> to our <laughs> podcast, Brett I think has been the most um, on this podcast the most as our guest. He's a veteran. Yes. Um, and I he like we need to get him like one of those like five time jackets like the SNL has. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> you know, <laughs> well, with the Robert. I, th- I think it's only been like four, but. When, he, when we hit five, um, we're gonna get you something really nice, Brad.
2: And it better be like studded, like you know, gem studded, like bedazzled. You know, just very uh, gaudy. You know, like I want to be able to wear it to clubs and be like, whoa, you know, how people be like, who's that guy? What the, what's the jacket? You know, he's so confident. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like
3: everyone's whispering in the background, yeah. like, oh, he's, he's been on the Robert General podcast like
2: like five, five, five times. times. He's been this. He's that's how you get that jacket. jacket. Yeah, I'm trying to get a. I'm trying to get that jacket too. I got to get the Robert Jumping podcast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so is Brent, there anyone in recent memory who's gotten the five timer jacket in SNL? Um, I always think of Tom Hanks and Alec Baldwin, and he's like, you know,
2: just uh, right? Oh, I would if he doesn't already have, he's got to be close. Uh, uh, John Mulaney.
1: Oh, gotta be, one. yeah. All right, Randy, I'll look that up and then.
2: We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Yep, yep. Okay, yeah, there it is. Uh, so, guys, I mean, I got to ask, we were just talking about it. You guys, Or what do you guys want to talk about? Sorry, I'm, like, acting like this is my... So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a five-timer in me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, like Brett, since you're Brett. right here oh, next yeah. to me, man, you, and you just got back in town to California, why don't yeah. you tell us what's been going on with you since last time you've been on?
2: Oh, man. Well, you know, it's been a shit show, like, for everybody else. Um, So I've been back in Nebraska for a little bit, kind of waiting stuff out. um, Because our roommate moved out. And I was living in L.A., roommate moved out late fall. We're like, instead of trying to find a new roommate and this craziness, let's just, you know, we'll move out, we'll figure it out when we come back. Um, And so, been staying in Nebraska, stay with my folks a little bit, stay with some friends. For the last month, and why I'm drinking water tonight, is because... I've stayed with my cousin in Omaha, who is an angel. You guys know him, cousin Stephen, cousin Kurth, yeah. and he owns two bars in Omaha, and I was helping him out at the bars. But they live the wildest lives. Like I literally, they go to work at five, they work till like three, three thirty, and then you know just go to bed. I mean, there's like after hours, and then after after hours, one more than one night, I was like we're doing after hours, and it's like seven a.m. And I'm like, Steven, I got to go to bed, man. Like, it's the sun's coming up, and it's like a Tuesday. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, you can go upstairs and sleep on the couch. I was like, okay. So I go to sleep on this couch. I wake up. It's like 1130, and I'm like walking out of the bar, and I'm like, what is going on? 1130 a.m., just walking out of the bar. Uh, Omaha, Nebraska, though, guys, if you want to party, that's the destination, Okay. <laughs> Uh, but uh, no, I just got back um, and uh, finishing up a project with Steve. Steve and I do uh, a bunch of stuff together, but we, our latest project is a, a short film that uh, we did during the pandemic. Uh, three-fourths of it is on iPhone screens, so you're just watching two iPhone screens interact with one another. And then, you know, the last little bit's in person, and we shot it in, uh, in Elysian Park in L.A., uh, Go Dodgers. Uh, and then, um, Stevie just made this unbelievable score for it. Thanks, man. Yeah. It was fun. It's incredible. I mean, I, I, I I gave ideas to Steve and then, you know, he's like, well, give me some ideas. And and I said, Stevie, I feel like if you and I just collaborate together, it's going to be way cooler than anything that I could come up with on my own. And sure enough, it was, you know, we kind of got going and Steve recorded some live accordion,
0: yeah, it
2: was dope. Uh, live bass. We got live drum. Uh, Steve's uh, roommate has a studio drum studio up. Shout in out to Jake
0: Hayden in the Hayden Studio. Yes, yes.
2: Yeah. Uh, put down oh, some yeah. live drums on it. It sounds so cool. Um,
0: I played some really shitty lead guitar that somehow was just <laughs> yeah. perfect for that cue, too. That was it was
2: terrible. Like punk, really that shitty, perfectly fast terrible. Lead punk yeah. Guitar. yeah. <laughs> yep, uh, and so. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm mean, i just excited to do it because, you know, I obviously you guys know, but for the listeners, watchers, I was in a band for years until I met these guys, and so I just, I love doing stuff that is more kind of musically focused in film, and I was excited to do this with Steve and happy that he had the time and was down to do it, and I'm just, you know, excited to hopefully start getting it into festivals and whatnot. We just finished the trailer today and kind yeah. of finalized it all, so... Excited cool. for that, yeah, so that's kind of what I've been, you know, that, and then I'm, like, working on this show that we're, you know, developing that Steve also did the, it's like a, we did a short pilot, and then we're developing mm-hmm. it into a TV show, and Steve did the music for that, and, um, yeah, and then we have a, a music special that we did that Warren played bass on, he was freaking incredible, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, just some, I have some comedy songs that we did, and then kind of We filmed some interstitials in between and filmed it at our buddy's uh, DJE Sound and Lighting down in uh, Lake Forest. And uh, they have a beautiful sound stage. Anybody watching or listening, if you need anything, you know, if you need a stage and they do COVID, you know, stuff, social distancing, whatever. Highly, highly recommend those guys. They are professionals, fuck. And uh, yeah, they made us look and sound incredible. So uh, we're like finishing up that, the post-production on that as well. So, yeah, you know, and then in the meantime, just finding a new spot to live in LA too. So,
0: And Brett's been really active on his Patreon too, mm. which is, which is dope. I'm, I'm proud of you for that. And you can find that in the uh, description below. It's uh, patreon.com backslash Brett Moline.
2: Thank you, Steve. I need to promote. Th- I always forget to promote that. It's Steve got me going on it and it's, I like Patreon because, well, Steve's been on it for years, but, Patreon's dope because, I don't know, I mean, I'm sure you guys maybe feel like this sometimes when, you know, you you spend a lot of time on something, and you put it out on the internet for free or whatever, and then it's just, and it's like, it is what it is, you know, like maybe a hundred people watch it, maybe a thousand people watch it, and that's it, you know, and I don't know, you just, it kind of, I don't know, it's like a buzzkill, or it's just like a, it loses its like, oh man, like this was an a piece that, that I worked on and like put a lot of blood, sweat and tears into and like, and money into, you know, and it's just kind of living on the internet kind of as a whatever video, uh, just like you could watch a TikTok video that someone made in, in two minutes, you know? So I think that's what's beautiful about Patreon is, uh, if you want to watch or listen to like, you know, real stuff, that's like put a labor of love, You know, and and stuff that people are really spending time on and also like you can see the behind the scenes and uh, and also just see who they're working with and like uh, check their stuff out as well. It's a really, you know, if you're wanting to do that as opposed to just watching TikTok videos, no shade to TikTok, but if you're on TikTok, I don't want to get into it. Uh, well, that's later. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's later on my second podcast of the night. Uh, no, but, um, but we're watching d- a lot of TikTok.
1: I love TikTok too, so we'll get into
2: it. Yeah. Okay. Great.
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> it was fun for Brett's
0: Patreon though. We we did live stream. <laughs> we did live stream the scoring sessions
4: because
0: mm. uh, he was oh, still in cool. Nebraska and I was here, and he was like, "Hey, like, you want to do it over Facetime? Hey, do you mind if we just you know go live on Streamyard uh, and go live on my Patreon page?" And we had, like, a couple people come in and guest a little bit while I was, you know, uh, buried in the computer screen and and working some stuff out. And it was really entertaining and really fun and, like, felt like a cool hang. Uh, And we had a decent handful of people watching and stuff live, too, which was really neat.
2: And Yeah, and again, like, you don't, I guess, not very often do you get to see people recording live or, like, artists recording live or artists, you know, creating live. And I think that's a, I want to keep doing that because, I don't know, just working with Steve, he's like, dude, hang on a second. Like, we didn't plan on adding accordion, but it's like, we got the idea in the moment. You know, because I told him, because the two characters in the, in the film are just kind of, they're kind of weirdos. And I was like, dude, we need, I want to make it sound, you know, I want to give off that feeling of, you know, yes, they're artists and they're doing this duet on the app, but they're also kind of you know, kind of weirdos and kind of their own, The music needs
0: know. to, like, speak to their personalities and stuff and, and tell more of the story because so much of the story is is through text message and, and the phone, which I thought was really brilliant, by the way. That's, that's well, dope because that's, like, half of all of my communications, at least, are through text and messenger and that kind of shit.
2: And, well, dude, thanks, man. I mean, and part of it, too, is just, like, you know, we, I wanted to do something that we didn't have to get a set for, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and have a bunch of people together, so... It all worked out, but, yeah, needless to say, you know, like, I know Patreon can get a lot of shit sometimes, but um, I think, you know, it is cool for artists to, like, be able to show the creative, uh, the whole creative journey, and then, you know, put it, like, be able to get a little uh, recognition for something that they spend a lot of time on, and get a little more recognition as opposed to, like, sorry, Andrew, a TikTok video. Listen, excuse me, I, I, listen, I don't want to, I, TikTok's good. For a lot of things. I think the <laughs> informational stuff on TikTok is great. Like all the all the like real informational stuff I, I really like and I've enjoyed that. And there's a lot of very talented people on TikTok. I saw this woman, I sent it to Steve. This woman, I've never heard of her before. Uh my roommate sent me the video of her singing with there's this dude who I think he sings with a bunch of famous people, whatever, but he records the three three part harmony. And then you can duet with them and sing the lead.
5: Oh, and, the guy playing the bass?
2: Uh, uh, This guy, he literally is just acapella. Just him th- singing three parts acapella. Oh, that's cool. And, I mean, and he's dope. You know, the harmonies he does are dope. And But this woman that sang the lead on, uh, it was Heart uh, uh, Alone. Or, how do I get you alone? alone. Yeah. It was so, it was unbelievable. One of the best internet singing videos I have ever sang, ever ever sang, ever seen. She sang to the back of the fucking house. I mean, she, and the notes that she chose were just, I don't know. It was so unbelievable. And then I clicked on her, on her page and she only, I mean, not, this is not a low number, but it's not like a huge number either. She only had like 1500 followers and Mm. she's literally one of the best vocalists I've seen on the internet, on the internet. So for reasons like that, I love TikTok. But there's so much other shit that's like, I'm sorry, I, this is gonna make me sound like a dick. Not talented people that are, you know, getting all these views because of whatever, and it's and what bothers me is I don't know if you guys run into this in music. I mean, you might you might with uh, with Spotify, but in with the acting side of things and comedy, you know, uh, companies are looking at you know. Networks, studios, agents, managers, they're all looking at how many TikTok followers do you have, how many uh, Instagram followers do you have, and that places a lot of stock. I have a friend who met with a larger agency, and that was one of the first things that they talked about. They're like, oh, yeah, well, we noticed your your Instagram uh, productivity went up uh in from the middle of March till the beginning of April and we looked at what you posted and this is what did well and so you should do more of that and yada 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 and it's like she's a performer, like a comedian performer, like doing very well already and they still are like worried about building her online Instagram profile. You know? It's I don't know, it just I I I don't I for me I don't like that because You know, it's only a minute long video or whatever it is. You know, it's like, how can I keep your attention for a minute? You know, and I I don't know about you guys, but for me, if I'm trying to keep someone's attention for a minute, I'm doing something completely different than if I write something for the stage and I'm going three or four minutes or even five to ten. Completely different. And not even in the stuff that I'm writing, but how I'm performing it. Because I'm not performing to it, you know, I'm not performing to it. To just, and I'm looking at myself and like doing all this, whatever, and I'm on an Instagram live and, you know, interacting with people. It's like, I gotta fill up this room. You know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be present on this stage. And I don't know. Anyway, I just ranted. Sorry, guys.
5: <laughs> that was good. I, but I agree with what you're talking about. I don't know much about TikTok, but I know it's like a short video based thing that's like, like you said. And if it's like the way of the future, then yeah. You know, you have to figure out how to get somebody's attention in in thirty seconds, or tell like a story, or you know, do whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. It's a trip. It is before we uh, before we get down even more of a rabbit hole with TikTok,
3: um, <laughs> Warren. Can you uh, can you tell us how uh, how your weekend was?
5: Well, my weekend, which was might be pretty slightly. Great.
3: Great. Slightly the same and slightly different than everyone else here.
5: Yeah, we're doing the podcast backwards tonight. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you know sorry, I yeah, sorry. I just you went off. I forgot. I you're, about, you're, oh, you're all good.
5: I'll talk about the, I'll talk about uh, one thing that we were a part of um, that happened over the weekend. Not the thing that we were all together for, but we were a part of Joe Bonamassa's "Fueling Musicians" by uh, the keeping the keeping the blues alive. Foundation. We did a, we participated in a big live stream that was multiple hours throughout the day with some of the best blues artists and musicians on the planet. And it was really cool to be able to submit some footage for that. Um, if you haven't checked it out, it is still streaming. So you can go and check it out on Facebook um, and you can catch one of our brand new songs that we did kind of a stripped down acoustic version in uh, my mom's living room. And specifically this song, uh, we had ordered a pizza. And if you (laughs) stick around to the the bridge, (laughs) the acapella breakdown, the pizza man actually comes and knocks on the door and you can see him. And the best part is like, he sees that we're playing music and he kind of gives us this like thumbs up, like sounds great guys. And so, we had the cameo from the pizza guy in our little live stream, which was kind of funny. And uh, so if you haven't checked that out, you can go check it out at uh, uh, Facebook. We're tagged in the videos. Uh, I'm sure it's probably up on Keeping the Blues Alive Facebook and all that sort of stuff. You can check it out. It's uh,
0: facebook.com backslash Joe Bonamassa.
5: Thank you, Steve. And, you know, if you feel like, you want to donate to a good cause, all the money is sent to musicians who are trying to get through the struggles of COVID. So it's benefiting, um, you know, you know, it's going to benefit good people. And, uh, yeah, so we're grateful to Joe and his team for always letting us participate that. And actually, you know, uh, Toto played uh, a, a song, and Steve was a part of that as well. Yeah. So stick around to the very end, and you can catch Steve – uh, doing the track with, with Toto, yeah. which is insane.
0: And it was really dope, man. I So uh, we've, we all did something very similar this weekend, which I'll let the other guys get into. But um, I was driving out to this thing that we all did together this weekend and got to stream the whole thing um, from uh, Eric Gales kicked it off uh, at the very beginning, and he was just fantastic as always. And uh, for the entire drive to where I was going to – meet up with the guys for the thing that we all did together that we'll get into in a little bit. Um, I got to watch the entire stream in its entirety and it was so fucking cool, man. And like, just great to see, um, all the people that we've met over the years on, uh, on the blues cruises and everything. And, and, uh, yeah, really, really, really special, and the comments were just – I was driving, so I didn't read them, but um, the comments were just flying by, and I think they raised a little over like $7,000 for uh, fueling artists, which is uh, Joe and uh, uh, KTBA's charity for uh, to help alleviate some financial uh, stress from uh, musicians that have been impacted by COVID and the lack of touring over the last year or so really, really neat, man. Cool to see everybody coming together and doing good shit.
3: Yeah, and we um, we encourage everyone to watch it. Um, but just as a PSA, we encourage people to not watch it while they're driving, just as a safety precaution to <laughs> yeah. other drivers. Um, just want to make sure everyone drives responsibly. But you can uh, still
0: listen. Just, you know, don't focus on the screen.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Henry, do you want to tell us about what we did this weekend?
6: Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't really even know where to start because honestly I felt like what we did this weekend was like an entire week onto itself <laughs> of information um, I played a set on Wednesday night at uh, actually actually two sets on Wednesday night at the Wayfair in Costa Mesa um, as kind of like a kind of like a warm up show I guess um, because I just basically recruited a new member to my uh my my solo project, King Tree and the Earth Mothers, which is like a sixties, seventies uh psychedelic rock throwback like power trio thing. So I got my buddy Derek Eglett uh playing drums who who plays in this awesome metal band called Painted Wives and turns out he's a very, very good drummer for psychedelic rock music as well. I played that show on Wednesday and uh then yesterday I can't believe it was yesterday. I played two sets. I played one set with Robert John, the wreck, and then immediately followed it up with a set of my own music. Um, for this event at uh, Topac 66 in uh, Arizona, right on the Arizona, California border, right on the Colorado river for this event for the Mojave reserve uh, cannabis company uh, called smoke on the water. And uh, man, that was a crazy weekend, dude. Uh, that, I mean, that's that's you know that's just one of the many highlights for me. But but it was so cool getting to uh, just like hang with you guys. And for me, it was really cool because uh, one of my best friends from high school actually came out uh, from Pasadena to run sound for the event. Um, Aaron, Pierre, shout out to him for killing it on sound uh, this weekend and uh you know running sound all day on sunday um with kind of limited equipment i guess what we had and um that so that was just really cool and then like i kind of had these two different universes of people like my high school friends and my bandmates and then all you guys and all our friends that were there which was like total. i was totally tripping out it was it was super weird um but i was enjoying it it was really really fun um yeah i mean that's that's about all i can say about that um without going on too long how about you andrew
1: i also played there this weekend um, <laughs> your band sounded really good by the way yeah man oh, thank you yeah you
5: guys destroyed oh thank you
1: it was pretty late in the day too we barely had any energy the next day right uh, i see a comment in here from steve schwartz who is also there saying i'm tired yeah <laughs> we're tired today, too. yeah yeah
5: we're really tired shout <laughs> out to you steve
1: he got to see the uh, the real side that we can't necessarily talk about on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, Steve got the real show on uh, Saturday night that we were hanging out. Oh, yeah. That's right. Um, we'll save a lot of – it's one of those – we have these shows or these weekends and these things sometimes, but there's probably like 100 stories that we can't really tell over this one podcast. The show was a lot of fun. It was gorgeous. It was like right on the river. Yeah. It was really windy. It was like knocking down drum gear and stuff like that. And we had a really good time. And the Mojave people were all amazing. It was just a really good full group of people to hang out with. I don't want to talk about that either. I did something this week that I haven't done probably in like 10 years. I went to a Dodger game. Nice. I did not think I've been to a Dodger game since I dated a girl in high school. Wow. That was the last time I went to Dodgers Damn. Stadium. And she was super into the Dodgers and her family, and they took me to a game. It was cool, but uh, I'm not like a huge baseball guy. And I'm not like a... Uh, I, I went to Dodgers Stadium and then Angel Stadium around the same time. And I was like, oh, Dodgers Stadium is like the biggest little bar in L.A. Because <laughs> there was a bunch of people yeah. like... Charging their beers and like becoming like the star of the show at the game and stuff like that, and it was very much so like just like a LA bar environment. It felt like I was at a very big sports bar, whereas Angel Stadium almost feels like I'm at an extension of Disneyland. Yeah, there's like fireworks. It's like really nice. There's
2: a waterfall.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a little more polished than Dodger Stadium. But Dodger Stadium is obviously like older and stuff like that. So,
2: did you uh, um, did you sit in the outfield or where'd you sit?
1: We sat um, behind home plate, but in the second uh, row out.
2: Okay, in the, in the upper deck. Or the deck. second
1: uh, thing out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, upper deck, yeah.
2: Those are good seats.
1: Yeah, they were. Uh, and then shout out to my my client, Ryan Shaw, who took us out. Ryan's actually, a, I say this uh, in a funny way, he's a, a guy who runs a YouTube channel now, but he plays drums for Michael Buble and Seth MacFarlane for Family Guy. Nice. What? awesome. <laughs> He's like on records and stuff like that. I met him through doing yeah. music and working on something, but he he got us the tickets, which was super nice. And uh, so we're going to play a little game, at least in my segment here, which is how much do you think one tall can of stone IPA was? And how much do you think one Dodgers helmet full of carne asada nachos was? <laughs> Ooh. So let's start with the stone tall can first. 24 bucks.
0: Yeah, I was going to say 22 or 24. I'm gonna go eighteen.
1: Oh. Henry, I'm
6: gonna say twenty one. Robert.
3: Um I was gonna do twenty four, but then I was gonna say eighteen and those are both taken. So <laughs> it's stone, it's a nicer beer. Let's do let's do let's do twenty-eight.
1: Twenty bucks. Wow right. twenty bucks for a stone co-can. Makes sense. And and how
2: many ounces did you say?
1: Uh, I think they're 24s, right? Like what it, what's yeah, like a like 20 tall can. can. Yeah, 24, 24 ounces. Um, they did have 18-ounce with a glass to take home that were just like Coors Lights or Bud Lights. Still 20 bucks. Wow. Ridiculous. So obviously, oh you're going to get the stone. Yeah, I got two stones. Yeah. yeah. Um, you got two stones? And stone? then Carnia <laughs> Southern nachos in a take-home baseball helmet that most people
4: throw away because it's full of gross cheese at the end of the night. Mm-hmm.
2: 32 $32. I'm going to go 18. 25. Uh, how, uh, can, how can I ask a question? Yeah.
6: How, how big is the Dodger helmet? Is it like. That big. That
2: big? Yeah, it's not, well, that not big.
6: Oh, God. Okay. Uh, oh, I thought it was it like helmet. size. like bill and stuff.
1: But like <laughs> <that's> <laughs> for a real head. No,
2: it's like. It's, <laughs> okay. Oh, it's like <laughs> so a little bowl. feel like,
1: like, like a baby dollar. What do I eat cereal out of? Oh, uh, okay. I'm um, still saying 30 bucks. 25. I'm gonna go. Direction. Yeah, how go 15, 20 bucks. It's
5: 20 bucks. Wow. So I
1: don't know At well,
5: least are That was kind of crazy.
1: I haven't seen baseball prices in a really long time, and it was like, oh, oh, this is like going to Disneyland or something like that. <laughs> Where you, yeah. And then tickets are not cheap. I think uh, the cool part was it was like COVID safe, so you're social distance, so they yeah. like don't give you people next to you or people behind or in front of you. So it was actually like a lot of space um and i think tickets were first come first serve but they were not cheap for everything to be that expensive on top of that yeah
3: i mean do you i mean do you think the prices i don't think the prices for food and drink went up because those are always just how expensive games are but uh you'd have to think that the tickets had to be way more expensive because they couldn't sell as many
0: yeah
1: i think they they were but i think they're trying to keep it still like kind of affordable so they're selling out fast and then uh my friend said too they're like scalping them pretty hardcore so what was like maybe 400 bucks for like an uh, like a four row of seats is now going for like 800 bucks
0: wow so it's
1: pretty in demand right now
0: well then you have parking on top of that too right
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. parking and stuff like that i also looked up like hockey tickets or staples center type stuff the interesting part is for that you have to show that you got a vaccine or you can't buy tickets wow and you can only buy them in 10 packs <laughs> 10 times. So they make you buy them ten at a time, and they're wow. still like you know hundred something bucks a ticket. And so that's that's for That's, kind of crazy right that's
2: only for hockey tickets, not basketball
1: tickets. For right. uh, yes, basketball too. Obviously, there's different prices depending on the team. But they and make you the buy them in
2: ten packs for basketball too.
1: Yeah. Wow. But those are really separated. Yeah. Those are like crazy separated. So, um, yeah, it's probably should... like a, a once in a lifetime experience to see a basketball okay. game with that you know few of people there.
2: Isn't yeah. But isn't, I mean, the last time I went to a Lakers game, and this was years and years ago, we paid, I think it was 70 bucks. And I'm not kidding you, we were one row, we were, it was like our row, and then the row behind us, and that was the very top of the freaking, you know, of the arena. And wow. we paid 70 bucks. And again, that was years ago. I can't imagine, you know, having to buy 10 tickets like to a Lakers game or a or a you know or a Clippers game? That's wild. Yeah,
1: you should probably just buy them and then scalp them to people. <laughs> there <I> <laughs> yeah. totally the t- to go.
2: <laughs> Both times I've been, I've only been to two Dodgers games. Uh, when I said go Dodgers earlier, I was I was being nice. I, I'm a Yankees fan. I know, I know it's bad. I've been a Yankees fan since Don <laughs> Mattingly played for him, though. Uh, so, but the two times I've been to a Dodgers game, we we sat in the outfield, and like those tickets, they they were relatively, you know, affordable. I think they were like 20-some bucks. But you're literally sitting on bleachers in the sun. You know what I mean? And there's, like, drunk people all around. (laughs) It's like a
4: free-for-all.
1: That's where the bar really happens, is you start to get more up the road, it's people are there for the party and less for the game.
4: Yeah, for real.
1: Yeah. No, it was cool, though. I I, uh, forgot what it's like to just sort of hang out and talk. So it was really good for that at the same time as, like, watching something. And, you know, you'd react to, like, a home run, or you'd react to, like, a good hitter single. And, uh, yeah, it was good for just chatting in between. Yeah. So, it was fun. I had a great time. Nice. Robert, how was your weekend? Did you also play that show that we were at? Robert Well, <laughs> so Yeah, mine exhausting. was a little different
3: experience, though. <laughs> um, no, it was great. I mean, we're all talking about what we did during the week a little bit more. Um, it's been six months since... I got married. And so me and my lovely hey. wife celebrated our six month anniversary yes, by going out to dinner and uh, going to see Henry play. It was, um, it was a good little Wednesday night. And then, um, yeah, I mean, this weekend was great. Um, I love camping and going out somewhere that's not home and hanging out with the band and just being able to lay back and drink and, and just kind of enjoy ourselves, um, not at home, you know, and just. Out in the, you know, I, I like camping and, you know, staying in the same clothes for a couple of days and just, you know, enjoying okay, when that's when that's like, you know, a a socially OK thing to do.
2: OK, so tell um, me, because I'm not sure I'm the only one that didn't go. I'm not sure. I didn't even know you went. camping. Yeah, yeah, so, so I'll, I'll get into it. it. OK, OK. So
3: we um most of us, uh Steve couldn't make it out there on Saturday, but we went out on Saturday and we stayed on this property down by the river. um we we were camping and uh, it's right on the river, right on the Colorado. Um, right outside, it's in Needles, California. Tents, or and, you got um, a little camper? Yeah, it was just some tents on the. They have like this little grassy knoll, um, and on the property is just a pool, um, just like a pool and a barbecue and a place to hang out. Um, so it was really nice. The, the first night was just kind of like a a private um, party for like the employees and the families and the friends and the bands that were playing. Um, which um, was the next day on Sunday at Topox 66. Um, they, they just released a new um, a product for 420, and uh, it was just a, a party that, that Mojave um, cannabis company put on. And, uh, you know, they, they put on a good little party. We all had a good time. Everyone that works for the company is, is, is great. Um, our good buddy, uh, Johnny Monson, from uh, who we met uh, through Docent, um, actually works for them too. So that's kind of how we got connected with those guys. And, um, it, it was, it, we, I don't think we've driven that far for a show in a really long time, mm-hmm. which was only about four hours, but, um, it was kind of fun to get back in the car and, and just go on a drive for a bit and then show up somewhere. We have no idea. And, you know, it kind of reminded me of, you know, what touring was, yes. <laughs> um, which was a good feeling, you know, and, and, and showing them to a venue that you have no idea, you know, really idea what, what's go- It's going to be like, and, um, we played like over a pool on like this high rise thing and it was windy as shit. And, um, <laughs> it was just a great time. You know, it's just, uh, I, I had a great time. Um, and we were there with, uh, you know, a bunch of friends and, and, and new friends and just, um, we had a great weekend. You know, it was just one of those weekends that like Henry said, it didn't feel like a whole week for some reason. Um, <laughs> it was, it was only, weekend. it was only two days, but, um, a long weekend. <laughs> um, it was, um, it was great. You know, and um, got back today. I wish I took a nap, but I didn't. So I'm, so I'm being a little quiet tonight, but I'm just a little tired. But uh, I'm drinking some whiskey right now <laughs> to try and keep me going for another hour. <laughs> nice.
2: So uh, Mojave 66 was the uh, the weed company that grow, they uh, grow their own weed. Moha-
3: just Mojave Mojave Canvas Company.
2: Oh, okay. Mojave Canvas. Oh, sorry, yeah. I missed. I mixed the two. And they
3: a, a part of the whole event, which which we unfortunately missed, was a, a big river cleanup. Okay. Oh, cool. So we had about two hundred or oh, so nice. people go out to the river and actually, you know, pick up trash and just clean it up a little bit. Um, which was kind of like the whole, you know, this is the hat for the. It's called Smoke on the Water event. Cool. Um, you know, just just kind of giving back to the community out there. Um, that's provided them with with what they have. So. Which I thought was, you know, a really cool thing to do instead of just throwing a party, you know, actually like going out there and clean up the river because it is gorgeous out there. And I'm sure some people don't realize that and, you know, throw beer cans everywhere and don't treat it well. So it was a cool aspect of the whole of the whole weekend.
2: That's dope. And then the Topak 66. Is that what it is?
3: That's that's, yeah. the, venue that that's the, the venue that the event was okay. at on Sunday. Yeah, okay, which cool. was uh, Chip. I met Chip, the owner, and, and he, was, um, he was a great
2: guy. Everyone's having a good time. And so that's near Mojave, the town, or no?
3: It's in Needles, California. Okay. Um, so it's. Um, I think actually, I think there's Mojave, just the the name of the company. Oh, okay, okay. Well, cool. it's it's. I mean, it's the Mojave Desert close the, by. The, I don't know.
6: Yeah. The venue was in Arizona, though technically. Yeah, right? right over yes. the river. So so it was kind of funny because we like crossed state borders like four times throughout the whole weekend.
2: Oh, going back and, and like, forth between that. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Like like when I was leaving. We went to get breakfast, and uh, we looked across the way, and we we're like, "Dude, those gas prices are outrageous! They're like, you know, five dollars for gas." And uh, and one of my buddies was like, "Oh, we should just drive over to Arizona. It'll take us like five minutes, and it'll be half the price." And sure enough, we drove across the state line over to Arizona, and it was like two fifty.
4: Oh wow! <laughs> Jeez. It's like <laughs> this call. is so
6: dumb, dude.
2: That's how it is with everything: car insurance, yeah. anything. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: I drove back last night. Uh, I hung out for a bit, and then uh, people were starting to, to wrap up and and uh, so I just got in my car and drove back and and uh, I was running out of smokes, and so I stopped and uh, I was on the phone with Brett, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm going to go inside and grab a pack of smokes. Like, let me call you back in just a little bit." I know exactly where you stopped. And uh, <laughs> and the guy behind the counter was super nice, so I picked up a Red Bull and I picked up uh, like a little uh, like turkey wrap thing that they had there and uh because i forgot to eat once i got there it was just a long day um Jeez. and uh and he was like yeah is that gonna do it uh, for you and i'm like oh do you mind if i uh, if i grab a pack of camel blues as well he's like oh i don't mind at all but we don't carry those here i'm like oh like is there another he's like you headed east or west i'm like west he's <laughs> like yeah uh about 110 miles down the 40." <laughs> They start selling smokes again. I'm like, (laughs) "What? (laughs) Okay, like, thanks, dude. Like, that's very specific. And it was, and it was exactly 110 miles to Barstow,
2: which was (laughs) it it certainly was pretty
0: rad. I'm sure he gets that all the time at at night.
2: But The man was a sweetheart. Did he really say like that? But 110 miles down the road, they start selling smokes again.
0: Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) That's what I'm I'm paraphrasing a little bit. No, but that's cool
2: though. though.
3: The uh, the guy that I talked to there today um, said that they also don't sell lottery tickets. Really? So f- for some reason out there in the Mojave Desert, if you're a gas station that is not around anything at all, you can't sell cigarettes or lottery tickets.
0: Wow. I wonder if it's like a border town thing where it's just like... Hmm. But it wasn't on the border. It was close enough, though.
1: <laughs> Steve, when you went, were there two guys hanging out outside looking like they were trying to shoo you away?
0: <laughs> no, not In that I noticed.
1: And suits and glasses. No. Wait, like suits, there was, there was like today. a like a business suit. No. Yeah, uh, it's it's weird to describe. Like a, it was like just a birthday there was suit? like two old men out there, like who look like they just didn't want anyone to like uh, go into the store.
0: They're like, we really I, don't like money. Please go spend it somewhere else. Did you talk yeah, to them, Andrew? Funny. What was their deal? That's wild.
1: <laughs> uh, they didn't have any deal. They were fine. I, I was just uh, making. Yeah, I mean, up, they, were, it, like they, like were, two they were.
3: They okay. They were eating yeah. lunch. I think. I think one of them. Yeah, yeah, apple. Yeah, yeah. One of them had a sandwich. It was just like how they were standing was like looking at all the cars that could even go into the parking lot, and they were just kind of like, uh, you know, like we, staring at the cars. Like we, like we called call them the gatekeepers. You yeah, have gatekeepers.
1: <laughs> <of the show>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you want smokes? You can't come here for them.
1: That's awesome. That's wild. Eyes and eat my sandwich. <laughs> You know what goes really well with sandwiches?
0: Uh, White claws?
1: (laughs) Warren was correct. The answer was music.
0: I'm glad I got my white claws.
1: Oh wait, oh, wait, no, the answer do is the alcohol. What are we doing? We haven't even talked about how we're drinking. Brett, you fucking <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> Brett, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, was like, I, I that totally fucked this
2: episode. Segue, Andrew. Yeah. we are going to be Dude, listening to this. They're going to yeah. be all, like, all out I've of bed. I've been bad. Waiting.
1: Really <laughs> up about TikTok, and now I can't segue <laughs> correctly, Brett, okay? Malfunction.
4: See, TikTok Trick learns everything, man. That's what you were saying.
1: Steven, Brett, what are you guys drinking?
2: I got a White Claw. I'm drinking water. I'm I'm trying to replenish or whatever to my body after the month of debauchery at my cousin's Noma. Love you, Cuzzy. It was a wild time.
5: <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually don't have anything right now. I did have a lime topo chico, but I moved from where I was because my computer was dying. So, um, for the first time, I don't have anything right now.
4: Wow.
5: But I did have a lime Topo Chico and I love those things. I'm still obsessed with them. Hands down, that is the best bubbly water out there. I'll fight you for it.
3: Okay. Put them up, put them up, put them up.
5: (laughs) What about you, Henry? I
6: agree with you about Topo Chico. Topo Chico rules. Thank you. I like the grapefruit flavor, but that's another discussion (laughs) that we've already had on this podcast before. Uh,
3: I've also found a.
6: uh, I'm, I'm drinking a Modelo. In my new Mojave Reserve koozie nice. that they gave me oh, in their serious. swag bag, established before it was legal. That's, a good that's
2: cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a great sliver. Yeah.
6: That's pretty cool. How, how about you, Andrew?
1: I am drinking a rum that Zeke got me. Ooh, it's nice! Papa's Pillar. It's the Ernest Hemingway rum. Nice. Okay. It's dark. And it's good. It's 43% alcohol by volume, 86 proof. Wow. I bought an
5: Ernest Hemingway book last week.
1: Does it taste like his rum?
5: (laughs) It smells like (laughs) his rum. (laughs) Cool,
1: cool. It is very good uh, when it waters down a little bit. It gets really sweet. So it's good. Robert, how about you?
3: Um, I was debating if I was going to even drink anything tonight um, because we had a cool weekend. (laughs) <laughs> um but I I needed a little upper, so I'm drinking some whiskey right now. And um I've had it on the podcast before, but I decided to go with a Japanese whiskey.
0: Ooh. Nice.
3: And um it's uh it's it's hitting the perfect spot right now. I I hit it with a, just a splash of water and um it's it's tasting tasting really good.
2: Japanese whiskey is So cheers everyone. Amazing. Cheers, cheers. guys. Cheers guys. And
3: in the words of in the words of Andrew, you know, it goes really well with sandwiches, alcohol,
0: <laughs> just with
6: and sandwich. pretty much everything else is some music. You know, It goes pretty well with everything. <laughs> Boom. Um, so today, I found out uh, uh, that it's the fiftieth anniversary. On this day, April nineteenth, nineteen seventy one, the Doors. Last album featuring Jim Morrison on lead vocals, LA Woman was released today 50 years ago. Wow. Wow. Um and that's my favorite Doors record. Um I'm not the biggest Doors fan in the world, but I but I do like to listen to them from time to time just so I feel like they have a very unique sound and I also think it's really interesting because I don't know too many bands from that era that have such a polarized opinion of them. I have so many friends that have such varying opinions on that band i have a lot of friends that are obsessed with them and think jim morrison is some kind of messiah and i have a lot of friends that think the doors fucking suck (laughs) and are like you know why would anybody listen to this garbage i think that's just really interesting and i'm i would say i definitely lean more towards you know favoring them than not um, because i do garner some good energy out of their music but um I do really love this record a lot. Um, it it features some really cool variety of sounds, super bluesy. And uh, the other interesting thing about it is that it features two uh, members of Elvis Presley's backing band um, from the late 60s playing bass and uh, rhythm guitar. And, Steve Majora? Um, no that's another
1: story (laughs) that's
6: a whole that's a whole other story story. right there um and that is uh that would be jerry chef on bass and mark benno on rhythm guitar and a few select tracks and obviously the classic four-piece lineup of jim morrison on vocals ray manzarek on keyboards including hammond b3 vox continental organ And Rose Piano, Robbie Krieger on lead guitar, and John Densmore on drums. So I thought, why not just listen to the first song for the record? Because it kicks ass. It's a really fucking cool song. It's called The Changeling. Let's let it rip.
0: Dude, damn! That's the opening track off that record. Yep. Nice. Shit, dude, that was fun.
5: Yes, it is. Groovy. Yeah.
2: That sounds so dirty. Don't know if I've ever. Very funky. Funkier than I remember the Doors being,
1: right? What you? What were you saying, Andrew? Uh, I it. I don't know if I've ever listened to a Doors record all the way through. I've oh. <laughs> only heard singles and stuff like yeah. that. I'm like, oh, why have I never heard this song before? It's like yeah. super different than anything I've ever heard. Oh, I probably just need to go back and listen through the discography. Yeah, it's cool. There's, there's some,
6: you know, there's definitely, you know, like they're, they're very, like, they really took some liberties in certain things. There's definitely some stuff in the catalog that I could see, you know, why people get turned off by them. It's definitely like some pretty, um, niche kind of things in there that like, but, but there's, but then you find stuff like that. It's like, and, and there's, you know, they've got plenty of songs like that in spades that are kind of funky and interesting and really cool grooves and cool sounds and, um, cool, like structural and, and, um, chord choices and things like that. Uh, they're really interesting and I don't think they get enough credit for that. I think they, they kind of get pinholed as this like, or pigeonholed rather as this sort of like, Oh, uh, Jim Morrison was just this drugged out poet guy, and these guys just played this like, whatever mediocre backing music. And it's like, oh, there's so much more to them than than that. You know, there's all these really really cool B sides or album tracks that um, nobody really has heard or 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 really listened to or you know listened to extensively rather that are you know that are out there that are on the albums. Um, it's just really cool. I, I love all that stuff.
3: Yeah. I, I like what you said about, about like people like are kind of polar opposites. Like yes. either you like, you love them or you hate them. Yeah. And, um, I definitely love the doors and I, I like their records. Um, but I feel like they're very mood based Like mm-hmm. you have to be in yep. like the right yeah. mood because they, yes. they either, they help create that mood. Yes. Um, when you put them on and I, and just because Brett's here, um, there was, we, we, I think we, we played a show in Nebraska and I think it was in Minden. <laughs> um, I'm not sure about the city, but I'm pretty sure it was in Minden. And we were, we were on our way back to wherever we were staying, probably Brett's parents' house or something. I'm not really sure about where we were going or where we were coming from. But um, in Nebraska, they had these like, crazy lightning storms, and it was, it was this crazy night, and it, it hailed on us. There was lightning. We stayed at the venue super late because we were trying to get, wait for the hail to die down. And uh, we were driving in the middle of Nebraska. And unless you're on like a main interstate, all these back roads, they're super dark. There's nothing out there for miles and miles, and um, um, there was there was lightning in the in the sky, and there and it was just a surreal moment. And um, I remember our bass player put on Riders on the Storm. Oh yeah, and and like oh. the lightning was crashing at the same time as like the band It was hitting the crash cymbals, and it was like this crazy surreal moment in the middle of Nebraska. That I was sober, so I was driving, but other people that were might have been in the van weren't. And it was just this, just this crazy feeling um, of being out in the middle of nowhere with the lightning and like right as the storm was playing, and it was just a vivid memory that I'll, I'm going to have for the rest of my life. But it's because the doors create that moment as well. So if you add them to a like a surreal moment that that's perfect, then they just it just goes perfectly. I don't know if you guys remember that um, night, but
1: I totally remember that. It was like it. At- it was a crazy storm. Well, at least for us being from California.
3: Yeah. But, we like, there were moments of, like, a little bit of
1: flooding. They were, like, you know, crazy downpours. And then at some point, we just do this thing where we go, well, I guess this is how we die. <laughs> <laughs> we always say that. Like, if weather starts to get crazy, we've been in, like, weird snowstorms. We've been in every stupid kind of weather. We kind of refuse to tour in February now because of it. But, um Yeah. When it gets bad, you just have to go, like, all right, I guess we're going to drive slow, and if we die, we die. There's no, like, you know, we can't really do much. (laughs) But a
4: good run, guys. (laughs) I, I tell you, when we were on tour with our band, the worst weather,
2: I mean, we played all over the country. You'd think the worst weather that we would have run into is in the Rockies or somewhere on the East Coast. No. Worst weather we ever ran into was in Arizona near Flagstaff. Out of nowhere, just hit this, like, crazy storm could not see shit just downpour rain downpour hail we finally like we're going five miles an hour and I finally I I told Blake Blake was driving like dude just pull off man we can't see anything we don't like and cars were driving by so you couldn't even see the lines on the road we finally like made it to this uh overpass where we just like you know parked there and waited it out but man it was I mean, even growing up in Nebraska, I mean, I've seen some gnarly storms. That was hands down the worst storm I've ever seen. It was wild. Flagstaff, Arizona. That's uh, actually get, where
1: I think.
6: Oh, but, sorry, go but, ahead. Before we get too far, just real quick, I, there was a question on here that I just want to answer. There's this Eddie Van Halen thing um, that my cousin actually gave to me for her birthday. He had somebody ask him about it. This is actually, after consulting with Research Randy, uh, this is actually a Finn Costello uh, Eddie Van Halen picture from what I've gathered, from what Research Randy has gathered for me. Who's Research
2: so. Randy? He's our, he's our
3: friend. He's, he's, he's
0: great. a sixth member. He a good he's, our, he's our
3: researcher for the podcast. Cool, yeah. cool. That's cool. So As he worked.
0: Well, I'm sure that guy had some crazy times in Flagstaff, too, man. Yeah, Research Randy? <laughs> research Randy, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, our craziest storm was, I think, in New Mexico, which is probably around that same stretch of highway. And was this yep. pre Steve? I think so. Yep,
0: I think that was, in, it the, was in the, the White
3: the Eagle.
0: minivan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the White. I van. I wasn't there for the Riders on the Storm Storm either. That uh, I remember you guys telling me about that, but I was yeah. Well, that, uh, Steve Alaskan did, was in Alaska the in the van. Thing? Weather's
3: been a lot better.
0: No, that's when. Uh, oh, thanks, man. You're you're welcome. <laughs> um, no, that was when I was doing that uh, uh, Alaskan cruise uh, with my dad's band.
1: Oh, yeah. okay. So and was you that when
0: played yeah, your uh, high school reunion, right?
2: Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. Wait, we tell your thing, and then yeah, we can.
0: So New, uh, New Mexico. We
1: were driving from yeah, we just played the bowling alley in New Mexico, which was like actually much cooler than it sounded. It was like a really cool music was, venue, and yeah, then they fed the us best. like the best food that we'd ever eaten on tour. You know, it was like one of the best steaks I remember eating. And uh they loved us they were super happy that we were there, they were super gracious. I it was actually like a restaurant on that tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually a restaurant in the in the bowling alley. So it wasn't like in the bowling alley where you could hear all the noise and stuff like that. It was actually like quiet and it was awesome. So and they were like super gracious to have us. But I think we were driving from there to where? Probably Arizona somewhere, right?
3: Yeah, it was on the forty, it was to Flagstaff or you know, home. But it was, it was definitely it on the was, forty.
1: The next morning, because I remember it being during the daytime, and we had driven in a bunch of snow on that tour anyways because we were in South Dakota. So we knew what driving in snow was. It was during the winter anyways, and I had never driven in the snow before being a kid from California, but Robert was basically always like, you know, we don't have a problem until it sticks. We don't have a problem until it sticks. and uh, That's good. We we were driving back and it starts hailing or it's like raining and it starts hailing and then it starts snowing and you start seeing the flakes, but then it starts snowing like you know the cartoon snowballs that you see like come down the screen like on the Peanuts. It started snowing like pieces that size, and I was like, "Holy shit!" (laughs) And I was like, "I think I talked to Robert." I was like, "Is this normal?" He's like, "I don't know. I've never seen anything (laughs) like this." (laughs) I think that was probably the first, like, well, I guess this is how we die. So, like, yeah, they were, like, huge, huge pieces of snow. And then it started to stick. And then I think that van had four-wheel drive, right?
3: Yeah, that's why we took it. And then, well, so, actually, we didn't, have, we didn't have any other options.
1: Uh, <laughs> we were going through, you know, this thing. And then we went from, you know, whatever like probably going 10 miles an hour and just moving. And it's like, do we stop? Like, what do we do? And I don't think there was anywhere to stop or anything. So I think we just pulled through. Yeah. And it was probably like a solid, like 20 minutes of just like that kind of snow, which doesn't sound like a long time. Until you're
3: in. Yeah. And it, that, that same tour, which was a based, I guess like, you know, the, the very first, you know, Midwest style tour that we did. Um, we also were in South Dakota coming, going from South Dakota down to Omaha and, uh, it was snowing pretty decently, and we got a, like, a flat tire. So we were on the side of the road, and we had to like unload the van in the snow to get the spare. It was just a Not uh, These California boys time. weren't
2: used to that kind of stuff. That's good, grief. though. Dude, that's... Uh, how, it's
3: how we learn to survive everything else we've done. <laughs>
2: exactly. Okay, wait. So going back to this, when Riders on the Storm was playing. So this is when you played my 10-year high school reunion.
3: Yes. I, I, I don't think so. I think it was that other bar um, that had like volleyball courts in the back and it was like a big like weird ballroom inside. Um, in Minden? Th- I, see, I, I don't know what city it was. Um, because when we left your ten year reunion is when we saw the horse galloping on the street.
5: <laughs> Which <laughs> you just told me that story this week. I just told Anybody you. Anybody listening that story that, last to night.
2: this is going to be like, I am never going to Nebraska.
3: <laughs> but but we should talk about your ten year because that was that was just fun to connect. Oh and
2: man, what a you know what well, we got to have you back for my twenty year. Absolutely, uh, we got to do I'm it up. It. We got to do it up bigger. It's
0: coming up and in- yeah. Two years. Oh, well, God, that's
2: crazy. Yeah, we can do it. Why not?
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, long story short, so I was in charge of or putting together a 10-year reunion, and I, and I was like, the, the class before us, they, like, went to Pizza Hut, and, like, 10 people showed up. I was like, fuck that. We're not doing that shit. So I threw a street dance, and I live in it. I'm from a small town surrounded by cornfields, 3,000 people. And so I said, I'm going to throw a street dance, because they used to throw a street dance when I was growing up. They used to have the Rumbles, which is a big band. Uh, in the, in the area at the time would play every summer. And, uh, so anyway, I called the courthouse, they like, Hey, you know, and they recognize my voice. like, Brett, how are you? That's how small a town it was. <laughs> and, and they tell me it's going to be $50 to block the street off to the host of street dance. I was like, is that a deposit? Like, nope. It's just going to cost 50 bucks. And I'm like, okay, do I need to contact the police or anything? Like, nope. We'll handle it all. It's just $50. <laughs> <so laughs>
0: rad. <laughs> Where would that ever happen now?
2: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and so I said, okay. Well, then, you know, work gets around fast. Two days later, I get a, fall, a call from uh, my buddy who I used to do theater. St- he's, like, older than me, but we used to do theater stuff together when I was in high school. And he was, you know, he runs the floral shop in town. Anyway, he's on the Menden Chamber of Commerce. And he says, he says, hey, are you? So we, the City Chamber of Commerce got word that you're throwing a street dance and we'd like to hop on board with it. And she got a band coming out from California, and I was like, yeah. And he's like, all right, well, we can you know, get them paid, and we'll get them a hotel and everything. And so it ended up working out great. And uh, like, I want to say like 60 of my class showed up, which ain't bad. We had 90 in my class. That's how small a town it is. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, we had a great time. Went out went out partying afterwards, and it was a memorable – you know, it was cool. Kind of a clash of two worlds to kind of have yeah. at my uh, – 10-year high school reunion and uh yeah it was great i mean you know and the great thing is you know just because of who you guys are you know you fit right in with everybody you know when we were all hanging out and it was great so
1: was it the cornfield party yes no that was
2: was like another night wasn't it i yeah i think it was a different night i do remember after i and this is i always i love to tell this story yeah the cornfield party was in carney uh but the uh so afterwards, and again, you know, weed is legal in, in California, and so Andrew's like, "Hey, does anyone want to smoke a joint like at the house?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh no!"
1: I was like, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> was Definitely like, not me. It was probably Nick. Or, oh yeah, yeah, maybe Nick. Yeah, it was yeah, one of the yeah. band members. I am not the pot smoker. It was, the and, band, and I was but, like, "No, uh, no, no,
2: no." And everyone was like, kind of looked and and I was like, "We got to go out back behind the shed." So we literally like crammed behind the shed to smoke this joint with like another person at the party. But, well, it's uh, punishable by death in Nebraska, right? I mean, pretty much. It's insane. <laughs> the governor of Nebraska was like, it's going to kill your kids. And it's like, oh, boy. <laughs> so, yeah, well, Nebraska, sadly, I think, is going to be one of the last states to legalize it. Which, is it sucks and is also kind of dumb because Iowa's already legalized it. Denver's already legalized it. South Dakota just legalized yeah, it, and I think Kansas, yeah, and I'm pretty sure Kansas, if they didn't already, like they're it's like definitely on its way. So, anyway, it's but yeah,
1: Kansas, what's that it's behind Kansas exactly? Right, <laughs> they're last
4: everything, <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll be we the laughing stock of the Midwest, but yeah, <laughs> no, you know, you guys were talking about food though, uh, getting served. It's interesting how you know being indie band touring, how getting a nice meal is, like, so appreciated. Uh, did you yeah. guys ever play that in uh, Grand Junction at that bar where they'd serve you? Yeah. Did you guys show the, us the that spot? Yeah. Rock, I think you guys Rock might have showed us that spot. Rock Slide? Yeah. Rock Rock, slide, yeah, yeah, Rock Slide. They, you could get steak. And they're like, oh, I'm, you know, we're thinking, like, oh, you can only like get a hamburger. Like, no. You could literally get whatever you wanted. Like it was crazy, so we all got steak. You know, got two appetizers, three appetizers, some dessert, filled up. I was food comatose during the show, but boy, it was great, man.
3: So you're you're the reason why venues don't like to do
4: it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Take advantage of it. Just we're like,
3: like we're like okay, like we'll just each get a meal, and like that'll be we'll be good to <laughs> hey, go. You go in like yeah, hey, we'll have three appetizers. What do you have for dessert, by the way? Before I order my main course, I <laughs> yeah. uh, just want to be ready for that.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right that was a cool spot to play though because you know they'd move all the tables and chairs out and you play like right in the brewery like where they brew beer and like i felt like uh i mean so many people uh in the crowd that, oh, I mean, that,
3: that wasn't that was not rock slide then that was the other one that we played at uh there's, there's two breweries in grand Junction that we've oh, been at, okay. but anyway, sorry. just to, i don't want anyone to look that up
2: uh well no it was, I, rock. It was rock something is the other one called Rockslide? It was definitely Rockside. R- Rock,
3: Rock Slide was the one that's inside and you kind of play in the like restaurant area.
2: Okay, and then yeah, the other that.
3: brewery is kind of like out of town a little bit, but you play like right next to all like the brewing.
2: Okay, maybe tools. I'm mixing the two. That That's the first one you were talking about. Rock, That's Rock Slide. That's what I'm thinking about. But didn't yeah. they move the chairs
1: or whatever? I don't know. I, I just remember. Yeah, they moved the chairs. Yeah. That was the venue where Steven was shit his pants Yeah, Pickle. Yep. Look that up was the pickle incident. The infant,
0: <laughs> infamous Steve Eats a Pickle
5: story. Such
1: a good one. What episode is that? Who knows?
5: Steve does. Yeah, I'll I'll look it up.
2: (laughs) But, I mean, the cool thing was, is it seemed like a place that all of the people that worked at restaurants, like, they would always, you know, that's where they all went. When the restaurants closed, they all went to the Rock Slide to hear whatever band was playing, which I thought it was cool. It was a really great crowd, cool crowd. When we were in Rock Slide, I actually, uh, this guy, he's like, hey, I'm having an after party. Went there and I'm drinking, and like the guy's ready to go home. I'm like, well, I think I'm gonna stay. And, he, and he's like, dude, you can stay at our place. And so I'm like, okay, great. I wake up and I have no idea where I am. I'm like, where the fuck am I? Right? I walk into the living room, and these two huge bulldogs start immediately growling at me. And I'm like, oh, and then luckily they're right there on the couch. They're like, no, no. And I was like, I was like, oh, and I remembered them, you know, the dude, but you know you ever wake up and you're like you got to take a second to be like wait where am i and then my phone was dead i was like dude can i plug my phone in of course guys in my band were trying to get a hold of me they're like dude where the hell have you been we were supposed to leave an hour ago uh but that's you know that's what happens when you're on tour you know you got to meet people
4: i think yeah. that's you know it
2: totally
1: it, reminds me of a super old tour story that I, I I toured with Robert like years and years and years ago before uh, even the van. It was like it was an old white truck, and we played in this town called uh, was it Port Townsend, Washington? Yep. Uh, and then we played a show. I know, I know what you're show? Oh, we played this show at this upstairs venue. Sirens. And I Sirens remember because I I oh, was yeah. I was 21 and Robert's crew wasn't. They were all 20. So I like drank a beer in front of them when they couldn't drink. Or I, I don't know if Robert, you know, sorry. Uh, this, this crime happened more than 10 years ago now. So maybe we can say it. But I think Robert, because he had, you know, his beard at the time, probably got served a beer or something. And we played the show. And I don't know if we had a place to stay or not. Um, well, we definitely didn't. Because we were about just what about to say. In, in the van or the truck. So we just kept hitting up people. Uh, people for a place to stay, and some guys said yes. And so... (laughs) Wait, what do you mean you kept hitting hitting up people?
2: You were just asking people in the bar? Yeah, like, people that came to the show,
0: we were just like, hey, like we don't have a place to stay. Like, Is there any chance we can crash with you?
1: (laughs) Four of us at the time, and I was, like, super exhausted. And we went upstairs and started talking to the guy, and I think, okay, so the downstairs to the place was this, like, art museum with, like, concrete floors that was in, like, a, a, basically, it was just, like, a big warehouse, and then we went up to this guy's room, and uh he just, like, kept talking and kept wanting to hang out all night, I just really wanted to go to sleep, or they, like, didn't have room, Robert, do you remember this more, like, I just remember, um, this guy would not shut up. That
0: was, yeah, that, that was the
1: fire yeah, started but-
0: to
3: so there was there was um, there's two there's multiple times we played at Port Townsend. Yeah. The first okay. time me and yeah, Andy sorry. played there was the the tour with the white truck, and it was just uh, like four of us.
1: So i just, just going out. out.
3: Yeah, and and but the night that you're talking about was in Port Townsend. Um, and but uh, but that was when that, that was when Steve and um. Oh, okay. Steve and Kyle. Everyone was there. Yeah. yeah. And um, Derek. Yeah. We, we, someone met this guy who I, I don't, I'm a little foggy about that, which means that I was definitely 21. Um, <laughs> um, but we, I remember, you know, some guy saying that we can, you know, you know, stay with him And, uh, it was like an, it was an art gallery or an art museum and that's where we were going to stay. And like, there was like a little kitchenette and maybe like one couch or something, but everyone like it was just concrete floors and we're like, Oh, so we can sleep on concrete. Awesome, but like the guy didn't really tell us. But he also was like talking a mile a minute and like wouldn't like let anyone go to bed because he just wanted to talk and hang out and drink more.
0: Well, and we were smoking a lot of weed like out the window (laughs) in his apartment too. And like they were really nice guys, but like they just really wanted to like chat. And we had been on the road for quite a while. And that tour, like we had, you know, slept in pullouts already and stuff like on the on the highway. And we were like cooking, you know, like you know gutter dogs and stuff, like you know, with a little camping stove and shit like which was really fun but th- that was the first tour as robert john and the wreck and we were definitely still like figuring it all out but it was funny like we i don't think we we any of us brought any sleeping bags or anything like that like we might have had like pillows in the car or something but yeah it just ended up being like all right well i guess we're just gonna not be here in this apartment because we want to sleep so we're just gonna go down into this fucking art museum and sleep on the concrete floors. <laughs>
1: Like. I remember <laughs> thinking that it was better than hanging out with that guy. That's yeah. all I can remember. About and it was better than kids. sleeping I in the van. It so bad that I, I hope- have yeah. to go sleep. And then there was also because Port Townsend is like a fucking super cold place. There was like no heater in the concrete floor thing. Yeah. So he's sit on these fucking super cold concrete floors in a sleeping bag with like a pillow. And like froze our asses off. And I was like, this is better than hanging out with this guy who keeps talking. I'm so tired. I hope this guy's can, watching, listening to the podcast.
0: Man, I, man. I hope so, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I was up we for a while
1: with that guy. guy
0: was, about was weird pretty funny. We slept. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat>
2: but that's the other thing, too. I you think know, we, to, oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Oh, no, no, no. We've already talked about a couple of them. Um, like uh, weird, dirty uh, dick painting house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go look at that episode,
0: Amarillo. Up. Oh, by the way, the uh, the shit pickle is episode fifty two. By the way, so
1: nice. Yeah. What's another weird house that you guys stayed at. Did you guys like crash any weird parties or anything like
2: that? We. Oh man. Okay, so we're playing in Austin, Texas, uh, with these guys. I mean, and they're they're it's like weird. The first time that we played with them was in Lakewood, which is like a kind of a suburb of of Dallas, actually. But um. Uh, and they were young. Like they were, you know, under 21, but they booked this same spot as us and they were really good. And so and we we wanted to find a band to play with in Texas. And, you know, so we got to know them, whatever. So the next time we went out on tour, we went to this after party, you know, play with them. And we went to this after party and we get there. And a lot, we were like, we were one of like, you know, the house was packed, probably like 30, 40 people. And we were one of, probably, five, like, we were five, four, five, six people that are over 21, and uh, they're, like, playing, like, a band is playing in the house, full drums, full guitar, and they were a dope band, but literally, full on, and it's, like, two, three in the morning, and I'm, like, looking at Blake, and I'm, like, yo, this party's gonna get busted, and Blake's, like, yeah, I'm, like, yeah, we should probably go. Literally, we walk out, and the, and the cops are pulling up and, and they're like, get back inside, get back inside. And, and we're like, dude, we're fine. Like we like, you know, and they're like, no, no, no. Like the last time we threw a party, like everybody that was 21 got uh, tickets for procuring to minors. And I was like, what the? F-? And so literally we go back inside, like the cops are surrounding the house and we're like sitting there with all these under 21 year olds. And I, I'm, I'm like, this is insane. And I'm like, dude, we're just going to walk out. We're going to tell them that we got invited to this party and we're just going to tell them the truth. And so we literally walk out. They didn't even say anything to us. The cops just looked at us and they're like, You guys, 20. They're like, You guys, 21. And we're like, Yes. And they're like, All right. And they just let us go. But literally for a while, I was like, Oh my God. But I also have a really (coughs) dope memory of going and smoking weed in this room. And then when we came out, they were playing "Sweet Emotion," and I was really stoned, walking in the hall of this party, and that song's playing. I'm like, "This is nice." Dope. Uh, you know, it sounds cliche, but it was it was dope. It was very, it was very fun. But no, going back to you, you know, the guy wanting to hang out. I, I we ran into that all the time. You know, it's a Tuesday night. You're in Iowa. You just played this gig for like eight people that stuck around the whole time. You know what I mean? They didn't leave. They could have easily left. It's a Tuesday night. But they stuck around the whole time because they liked you. They were listening to music. They bought some CDs. And now they want to hang out. You're tired as hell. You need to go to bed. But you can't bail on these eight people that stuck around and then bought your CDs. (laughs) So the next thing you know, you're up till 4 a.m. drinking and you know, debauchery. And then you gotta wake up in four hours to get on the road because you gotta get to soundcheck by three in the next city. I mean... That is so real. Even with like, excuse me, even with Walk the Moon, like when they had the bus and on tour, like I went to see them and, you know, Blake told me uh, that he's like, dude, they're probably not going to want to hang out because they got to be, you know, in Boston early the next day for a radio gig. I was like, dude, totally. No worries. Afterwards, Nick is, you know, he's like, dude, where where are you going? And And I was like, well, dude, you don't have to hang out. And he's like, how many times do I see you on tour, man? We are going out. I was like, okay. You know, and then we went out and it was an amazing time. But it is like, it's always that question of like meeting people and then like not wanting to bail on them and feeling, for lack of a better term, I don't want to say obligated, but you don't want to be a dick after they just stayed around for your show and buy your CD. It's like you want to, you know, you want to show a little bit of uh, gratitude, you know, by hanging out and talking to them. But at the same time, it's like you're working, you're on a business tour. You know, and you got shit to do the next day. So it's, like, hard to find that line of, of you know, saying yes and yeah, saying I no mean, and, like, being like, I gotta go. It's so
1: true.
3: Because, I mean, and it, we've even talked about this before, I think, but, you know, every city that you go to is, um, there's a whole group of other friends that you've met before. You know, so, and those people are only there that one night with you. Mm-hmm. Like, you're on the road you're you're playing and yeah. seeing all your friends every other night but that one night is when you get to see you know your buddy in in Rockford Illinois who you're only going to see for that one night so and that might be it count, his first
0: you know, night off at and some point. you know like you 3 months and stuff you know yeah
3: yeah he he probably he probably took yeah. took the night off like 2 months before when he found out you were coming to town you exactly. know like and and especially if you're going to stay at his house like and you know you you want to reconnect and you want to like you know see what's going on and and you don't you know so it's it's a hard thing sometimes yeah um which is why it's great to have five people in a band because there's always that night that someone is just dead you know like they just need to go to bed but at least you have four other dudes to like you know keep up for it (laughs) yeah you know and and that you know (laughs) be around and everything so
1: that's me i went to bed last night at like 10 while everyone else hung out uh, also, still proving the fact, Steve, that I could sleep through everything, including your snoring, because there was a reggae band playing, like literally right next to my tent.
0: Oh, nice! Um, That's fun.
1: Afterwards, well, you got you hung out with them the rest of the night, but they were doing a set, like in the campsite, and oh, uh, Saturday night yesterday, <laughs>
0: yeah, or during the day.
1: No, 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 last night. Last night, like right at, right when we got back.
2: Oh, cool! cool. Were they,
1: they? It was just like an
2: impromptu set.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was just hanging out in the campsite and playing music. They're doing what they were supposed to do. I was just tired. And I keep telling everyone I could sleep through everything because me and Steve room together. And Steve <laughs> snores like a banshee. Oh, and, you know, everyone knows that. Yep. But, uh,. It helps uh, when I don't smoke or drink. Me and drink, room but, together because I can sleep through his snoring. Happen. And then uh, I can apparently sleep through reggae bands playing and people partying and stuff too. <laughs> I only woke up like once and nice. I, I heard some music going on and then I just went back to sleep and then I woke up because I was cold at like 5am and then I went back that's, to sleep. So. It's, it's kind Andrew, of the, I think
6: I was actually jamming with them when that happened. Next to the campsite? Yeah, I think I was actually. I think I was actually playing with
0: them. <laughs> Andrew, I feel I like that's kind you. of uh, the same mentality as that. Uh, you know, in the middle of a storm like the Well, this is how I die. You just kind of resign yourself to just be like, yeah, I'm cool with it all. Like, I'm just gonna do whatever, and this this is just good how it is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> There's a couple more funny, like short, um, staying at people's houses story. So there was the guy that just kept offering us every, and he was very nice. This is not a dig on this guy at all. He let us stay at his house. He had this like beautiful, um, sort of trailer style house with a lot of space, like a manufactured home. But it was like right on a river. Cedar and Rapids. We didn't Iowa. know that when we uh, fell asleep. Yeah. I can't. Do you know where it was?
0: Cedar Rapids. Cedar Rapids, yeah. uh,
1: Iowa. Michigan. I- Iowa. 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 Sorry. Um, and the guy was super nice. And he was even super nice in the next thing I'm going to say. So this isn't me talking bad. It was just an odd experience because, again, we were pretty tired and we just wanted to sleep somewhere. And he was being really nice. And he wasn't being forceful at all. And he wasn't even trying to hang out or anything. I wasn't doing any of the things he's talking about. But he just kept offering us drugs. <laughs> and I mean this in the nicest way possible. He kept being like, Oh, you guys tired? Do you want some weed to like settle down or something like that? Or I think I have some Xanax or I think I have some Ambien if you guys don't like Xanax. And we're like, no, no, we're good. And he's like, well, do you guys want to stay up? Because I think I have some cocaine or I might have some meth or something. And he just kept naming like all I these drugs. Dad's like, like, too much. Like my, he's like a pharmacist secretly or something like that, and just like had everything. Do you, what else was he offering
0: us? Like I think he had acid. I think he had like all this. Yeah, you know? and yeah. he did offer us that that we definitely did take him up on. Was he had some uh, some pie, and me and Nick just got like rip roaring fucking stoned <laughs> and like just sat there and ate like half this fucking delicious ass pie. It's like oh no no we're good on coke and we're good on uh, you know the other stuff but uh, yeah what tell me more about the pie. <laughs> That's yeah,
3: because <laughs> yeah because I, I remember being like half asleep like so close to just being really asleep yeah and i remember him coming in and being like hey man hey hey are you good like are you, be, are you able to fall asleep and i'm like yeah yeah man if you didn't come in i wouldn't be asleep right now <laughs> and uh and he was like well i got some xanax if you need it I'm like <laughs> just so man. nice man so, so welcoming the yeah
1: but uh They're super uh, nice guys we woke up in the morning, and the, like his his uh, place was like literally right on the river. It was awesome. It was cool to wake up to because we looked out his window, and it was like, oh, my God, this is where we are, you know? Yeah. That's
0: Driving funny. in, we just kind of drove into the woods, and we're just kind of falling Hope in there the and stuff. And it was like, well, I guess this is how this we, is where die. we
2: <laughs> You know, one of the coolest places we stayed uh, – well, okay, two stories. So first, real quick – we were in Florida waiting for we, – we just got to Florida, uh, to Orlando. Was it Lakewood? Uh, uh, it was uh, – yeah, Orlando. I can't remember what part of Orlando, but yeah. And we're waiting, and it's like the middle of the night. And, and we talked to our buddy, Phil. We're like, dude, are you sure you're going to be up? He's like, yeah, yeah, we'll be up. We'll be up. And it's like 3 a.m. in the morning. We literally drove from the gig through the night to get there. And we're just exhausted. And we can't get a hold of him. Texting him. Call him, we're like, Oh, he's probably already asleep, already asleep. He calls us at 5 a.m. and he's like, Dude, sorry, Mr. Call. I'm coming right out. He comes and gets us, he's throwing a party. And we get there, and literally they're still partying. It's like 5.30 by the time we get into his apartment. And he's like, Do you guys and he's like, Do you guys want any chutney? We got some chutney over here. <laughs> it was Phil, Phil Smith. Oh no shit! Thanks. Phil was like yeah. the nicest guy ever, but he's just trash, and he just keeps offering us chutney.
0: chutney. And I oh, literally,
2: and so we always joke about that. But I literally, we finally were like, Phil, we're just exhausted. Can we just sleep? <laughs> he's like, Yeah, you can sleep on the couch. But they kept partying, so we didn't fall asleep. And like, oh, it's just, it was hilarious that he just five thirty in the morning offering us chutney. Uh, but the coolest <laughs> place, <laughs> like, but the. uh, the coolest place we stayed and it reminded Steve saying driving into the woods. So we were in upstate New York playing in, at this spot in Albany. And the one of the guys from the band, er, one of the guys in the band that we play with in Austin, his family lives up there. And so we're driving like in the woods, we're Like, Damn, this is weird. You know, we get there late. and But then we woke up and it was the most beautiful, like in this beautiful green field. With, like, all, and it was, like, in the fall. So, like, all the leaves were changing colors. And they had this gorgeous, huge, like, shaggy dog. And there's, oh, I got a picture with the dog. Like, it's, like, one of the best pictures I've ever taken, honestly, in this beautiful green field. And it was, like, I was like, we never would have gotten to stay at a place like this if we were just, you know, whatever. But because of our buddy that played in the band uh, from Austin, you know, and his parents lived there, we got to stay in this beautiful house in this gorgeous, like, field. Surrounded by this beautiful forest in upstate New York,
1: it's cool. That's too nice. That's half the fun, though, is like yeah. meeting people and getting to like stay at their houses. And a lot of people that we've done that with, that we're, we're still friends with now. You know, so yeah, yeah, one yeah. of the best experiences from going on tour,
0: and just the kindness of of strangers and friends and stuff to just yeah. welcome, you know, a bunch of dudes that have been in <laughs> a fucking van for you know however long and. Haven't done laundry in however long, you know, into their homes and stuff, and offer them drugs and pie, and, you know.
2: <laughs> that's the ne- that's the name of your your next next album, Drugs and Pie.
0: Drugs and Pie. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a, a, a loose sequel to Good Life. Pie.
2: Yeah, as you can say, girl. yeah. <laughs> drugs and Pie. Uh, <laughs> hey, drugs and Pie. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I may get Steve in trouble for this, but he did show me some snippets of of the new stuff, and it sounds sounds dope, guys. Seriously. As
3: long as you didn't post them on the internet.
2: I Well, what I did is, like, I'm, I did it live. I was like, I'm listening to the new Robert yeah. John and the... <laughs> Go
0: check it out on Brett's
1: Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, <Everybody> no. duplicate <laughs> this video <laughs> and post it all over the internet. <laughs> Brett, just because you were talking bad about TikTok, and we don't have to do a long time on this, I just want to say, uh, I've been getting into TikTok. I had never used it before. Before, like, two weeks ago. And I had to start getting into it because of work. Okay. And, um... Here's the number one reason why I love TikTok. Because now my fucking friends are on it, and I don't have to see pictures <laughs> of their kids, and I don't have to see anything they're doing with their dumb lives. It's Dude. just all about entertainment. Yeah. And it is, like, obviously different than what you do, because we all love what you do. Oh, but it's, you know, it's cookie cutter, it's copying, what it's staying with the trends. It's all it's all different, you know? Oh, no. It's, uh, that's what oh, I wanted no. to say to you about TikTok. I love TikTok oh, just because no, no, it's no, an no. entertainment-only platform. Sure, yeah. I feel that. And feel not, that. like... Uh, and so that's the cool part about it. It's yeah. fun. No one talks about, um, you know, the COVID vaccine or what I should be doing with my life on, you know, TikTok. They do, though. They talk about, uh, there
2: is those parts of TikTok where they talk about, oh, you know, really? they break down different well, stuff. I don't yeah. see them yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what TikTok is good of. Uh, with, is like really honing your feed, you know, to what you want to see very quickly. Uh, I will give them
1: that. I feel like it goes... Fa- Facebook is where people only talk about politics and religion. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, Instagram is at least, like, a little more catered to what you're doing, but you still see those weird posts who are like, unfriend me right now if you don't believe everything that I think about everything. <laughs> yeah. I have no and problem doing that, just, by like, the way. I <laughs> get a bunch of pictures of rattlesnakes and, like, um, like, people cleaning pools that are cool. And then, like... Uh, people cleaning carpets i got a lot of like asmr style videos <laughs> wait this is, like, this is oh, on instagram or on tiktok on tiktok yeah, people
2: cleaning pools okay i like that they're yeah. like really dirty pools and then they clean them up yeah i've seen actually i've seen it yeah
0: <laughs> so dirty the yeah there's a lot of so dirty there's a
2: lot of interesting you know again like i, I think that's the thing too the trends thing like where people just like we'll do the trend, you know, and, like, so it's, like, coming up with the video that's gonna be, go along with this trend, you know? Uh, Yeah, there's
1: not a lot of creativity on it. Yeah. Like, who's inventing the actual thing? Mm -hmm. I hear what you're saying. It's a lot of copying stuff in your lens, and it's not fun. We don't like doing that. I wouldn't want to, like, just do, like, you know, sampling 90% of someone else's music and then adding our 10% spin on it. That's that's super lame, so I'm with you. But as far I, as, like, the, you know, how
2: to use the platform goes. Yeah. But I will say...
1: All right. And apparently...
2: Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was... Uh, real quick, I will say, TikTok has helped, you know, and they are bigger artists, but they have helped songs blow up. Like, uh, the I'm a Savage, that song, like, that blew... Like, TikTok blew that song up. TikTok blew the Weekend song. Obviously, those are big artists, but, like, blew the, um... You know a song that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that song was huge on TikTok, and there's others that like. I don't know. I just feel who knows if those songs go as big as they do. I mean, it's cool for Megan the Stallion because she was not. You know, that was her really. She's been do- doing it a while and like was signed and everything, but that's the song that like blew her up to another level. And I don't know if that happens without TikTok. So, I'll give TikTok a little credit for that. Steve, are you guys yeah.
1: starting a no. new I mean, uh, right. trend on TikTok with this next song that we're going to be listening to? You should there yeah. What is it? What
2: are we listening to?
0: So, uh, so th- this is—I didn't tell Brett that we're playing this one, but we're going to play it anyway. <laughs> Great. Because uh,
1: fuck up my segue.
0: Yeah, no, we're fine. Uh, but it's—it's uh, uh, it's, we should come up <laughs> with a TikTok something for this because it's fucking hilarious and it features uh, Warren on bass and Henry on guitar. Oh, and uh, Jay Hayden uh, and the Hayden Studio on drums, and myself on background vocals and keys, and Brett on uh, some guitar and lead vocals.
2: Which song is this?
3: I haven't heard this one in a while. Uh, oh, okay, well, and and be- be- yeah. Steve, before you play that, yeah. Um, if you're in Southern California, we are playing this weekend at Hangar Twenty Four. Yes, um, once again. And um, so, if you're if you're in the area, please come down and have a great time with us. Um, and we do have some more stuff coming up in May, which I'm sure we'll get to next week. Um, just want to get that in there. Oh, of course. Yeah. And, uh, and thank you to everyone who is out there on the river, uh, cleaning it up and also there to support, um, Mojave's party and, um, people playing music again. Um, so anyways, thank you everybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, make sure to click all the links in the description below. And, uh, And without further ado, here is uh, a tune that you can only find currently on Brett's Patreon page, uh, which is going to be also in one of the links below. And it is uh, called Half Past Wednesday. Have a great week, everybody. Be good to each other and get wrecked.
4: On a Wednesday I was driving on my work break To go get my contacts they were supposed to be in a week ago When all of a sudden a policeman pulled me over And he walked over to my window And I was scared of shit cause my contacts weren't updated He said son do you have any idea how fast you were going And I said sir I don't fucking know But I was very respectful about it And he said son I'm gonna let you go Officer why in the fuck would you let me go Again, respectful. And he said so. It's half past Wednesday. Fuck the first part of the week. It's half past Wednesday. Let's grab a beer, some shitty wine, and fucking drink. get off, and he told me to meet him there at 9 a.m., so I picked his ass up there at 9 a.m., and we went and go got smashed at the local bar, the bartender, she wouldn't charge us anything, I said, man, you're fucking crazy, she said, "No, man, it's half past Wednesday, half past Wednesday, Fuck the first part of the week, it's half past Wednesday, half past Wednesday, let's grab a beer, some shitty wine, and shit out of anybody that tried to get in our way. And I said, hey man, you're not going to wake up tomorrow and try to arrest me for beating the shit out of all these people. And he said, nah man, you're cool. And I said, man, I wish you would have known about half past Wednesdays before now. And he said, sometimes you just got to live your life and look under your pillow for a of cold. And I said, wouldn't I have known if it was there? And he said, nah man, it's a metaphor. And I said, oh, I'm sorry, I've never heard of that before. And he said, nah man, you're cool. It's half past past Wednesday. Half-past Wednesday. First part of the week, it's half past Wednesday. Happy Nice Wednesday. Let's grab a beer, some shitty wine, or get a drink. This Wednesday, let's grab a beer, some shitty wine, and fucking drink. Fill up your glasses. You're the best at your